The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You found the most positive place on the internet. Thanks for listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show, where we uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, aka Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm so happy to be with you today. And we are here via audio on Unity Online Radio. And thanks to Louie and Jeff and Diane Ray and so many people behind the scenes. Shout out to you all. And I have an amazing guest, RJ Spina, and you can see him if you want to join me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams, and you can also post your questions in the chat on Facebook, or you can call the Unity Online Radio phone number if you have a question. We'll take those on the second half of the hour. Um, The number is 816-251-3555, and the music you hear, but beneath me is Ocho the Invisible's song. Um, it's Out of the Ashes, which I love. So let me invite you before we even start with this interview. Um, I always do a little a little prayer. Are you okay with that, RJ? I have a feeling Absolutely. you're not yeah. going to offend you too much. <laughs> so let me invite you all. Excuse my itchy, itchy nose. Um, I guess that means prosperity is coming, right? (laughs) I'll take that. Okay, so let me just invite everyone to turn within for a brief moment. If you can, just stop what you're doing and take a couple of deep breaths. And as much as you possibly can, release and let go of all the clamoring, all the noise any striving, any trying to do anything but be here. Ah, So just allow a beautiful rainstorm to just take away all of that data. And just like it's clean and clear after the rain, just notice the freed up awareness, the extra bandwidth that you might have right now. And open yourself deliberately to call on the sunlight of the spirit, or whatever you like to call it, whatever your 
religious or spiritual background is, let's call on whatever you think of as the highest, wisest frequency, love, intelligence. Call on that now. Breathe it in because it's always here, nearer than our breathing, closer than our hands and feet. So we simply align with it because we can. And we call it in to help us be more present here in this moment because perhaps this is the moment. There's so much happening in our world right now. And we're going to talk about how to bring healing energy, not just to our bodies, not just to our personal body of affairs, but to the world. And we know that there are people suffering and struggling right now of which we are connected. So in the Ukraine and in Russia and in all the neighboring places, and it affects us all everywhere. So let's just imagine that that rainstorm of blessings and prayers just rain down upon those who need it most right now including ourselves. So let's allow today to be a supercharged space of healing for ourselves, for the collective, and beyond that past, present, and future. So with this, I say thank you so much. And so it is. Amen. A woman, our dreams, ah, RJ. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about my amazing guest. And I am... You know, I always have great people on this show, people that I love and who I'm interested in and who I think you would be interested in. But I have to say, I'm particularly like, I don't even know. I'm kind of like beyond words at the perfection of today. This is my first show in the midst of this war. And I really wanted to, and I couldn't have planned it better to have somebody who is not just a healer, not just about self-healing, but supercharged. And he is the real deal. Let me just tell you a little bit about this amazing guy, RJ Spina. He's a metaphysical teacher and healer who has overcome chest down paralysis, diabetes, pancreatitis, Hashimoto's disease, and several other serious illnesses. He offers healing, counseling, meditation, and self-realization instruction throughout the world. RJ currently lives in San Diego, practically my neighbor. And his website is ascendthefrequencies.com. That's ascendthefrequencies.com. And I am so honored to have you on this show. RJ, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So for those who don't know you yet, please um, just give them a little bit of the background, like what shows up in the beginning of your book, this this awful, awful moment, and where you go from there. Yeah, the, I was, <clears throat> I gave myself a, a great challenge, <clears throat> excuse me, in this life. Um, my last name is Spina, which actually means spine, which... Uh, wow. Right, which... Of course, has not uh, escaped me, <laughs> in, in that sense. So, uh, i i needed to I needed to give myself a challenge in this life, and something that uh, would would require complete and total dedication, and uh, a destroyed body, and putting it back together, overcoming paralysis, as well as severe, severe um, disease, chronic disease, as well. It wasn't it wasn't just believe it or not, it wasn't just the chest down paralysis. So. 
uh, I gave myself a worthy challenge and I accepted it wholeheartedly. And uh, in a higher state of consciousness, which is something uh, I came into this world with as a child, I would just leave my body with no effort, no training. And you could even say I had no idea what I was doing intellectually. Clearly, I really know what I was doing. But in terms of intellectually, I had no idea. I thought that was normal, by the way. I would relax. And in a second, I was literally out of my body and I would look at my body. So as a kid, I knew I was pure spirit. Uh, there was no there was no way to lie to myself that I was actually that body that I could just look at all the time. Um, being outside of my body progressed to my understanding of being able to what we would call, generally we'd call it astral travel. But I, I found that I could go way beyond uh, the astral realms uh, and to go to much, much higher frequencies, uh, be able to interact with supremely advanced beings and uh, understand what it is that I was experiencing. And oddly enough, I even had a mantra as a child and that mantra was, uh, I understand and, and uh, remember all knowledge and information contained within this realm. So everywhere I would go, and who knows where that mantra came from, right? Everywhere I would go, I literally felt like I was retaining all of the wisdom, all of the information, and all of these things lie way beyond our five physical senses and our intellect. So, uh, and I even used to say as a kid, if I ever get sick, I'll just heal myself, which is a ridiculous thing to say, uh, but maybe, maybe it wasn't. So I think I knew somewhere along the line, uh, the remembering of how self-healing and self-realization or enlightenment actually works. It's, it's a process. It's, it's metaphysics. It's, it's a repeatable, robust process, which is obviously what the book is literally about. It's a user's manual for self-healing and self-realization. So now fast forward to uh, April 23rd, 2016. Um, I had sepsis, septic shock. I was told I would probably would not live longer than another 48 hours. I uh, became paralyzed. The infection, uh, raging infection, lethal infection, obviously, uh, actually got into my spine and crushed my spine, T7 and T8, uh, if people are familiar with the, with the spine. That's where the, the major infection resided and literally crushed my spine. I became paralyzed, permanently paralyzed from the chest down, required emergency life-saving surgery. And when I woke up from surgery at exactly 3 a.m., I remember it like it just happened, uh, the veil of how self-healing works had been removed. It had almost like, because I used to say it as a kid, if I just get sick, I'll just heal myself. When I woke up, it's literally like someone had pulled the curtain back and all of the memory, and that's really what it is, is a memory of the metaphysics. And supreme metaphysics is what we call magic because we don't understand what's really going on, so we call it magic. But magic is metaphysics. And so I make no bones about it. I do magic, which is really metaphysics. Um, and I used the, the remembering, the protocols, the exercises of uh, supreme metaphysics to be able to literally uh, put my body back together. And, and now that's what I do. I teach it and I help people all over the world for their own self-healing and self-realization. I'm just blown away by your story. It's so incredible. Um, and I love that the foreword of your book is written by the doctor that, that attended you during this time. So it's, I mean, talk about not that, you know, I think there's a, there's some 
skepticism in the world about like, and, or we've, we've heard it all before, but I feel like your story, even though I've heard about people who have spontaneously healed, of course, it's still just stunning. It still shocks me. And, and it shocks me in, into this place where I feel like I want to connect the dots to what's happening in the world. Because I know as a, as a dream person, I am constantly telling people it's easier to rearrange the parts of our dream, to reenter a dream and, and suspend our disbelief regarding a dream. But if we do that often enough, we translate that onto our waking world because it's also a dream. So that's how it works in my world. How does this work in your world when you know full well the healing of the body when it comes like it's possible and it's and it's probable to anybody who practices the principles that you did? How do you translate that to what's happening in Ukraine? That's a great question. That's a great question. Um and by the way, I already missed your husband's music. That was beautiful. Oh, should I bring it back? <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it. I don't want it to be distracted. I'm bring it back. Okay, let's see. I, I thought it was fantastic. So um, here we go. All right. Th- thank you. We're just going to play it the whole show. Yeah, it, <laughs> I love. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's 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 fantastic. Okay. Okay. So, good. Um, Whatever it takes to like raise the vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, how does this relate uh, to to what is going on? Uh, we we spoke a minute before we, we went live and the the answer to every problem is to approach it from a different level of consciousness from a different level of understanding and when we start to allow ourselves to understand ourselves a little differently we will then start to create some more space in terms of how we can understand other people the self what we really are okay is so spacious and so huge it has room for everyone's beliefs. It has room for everyone's opinion. It has room for everyone's way of operating. And when we start to allow this and understand this and not try to impose ourselves upon other people, things like war don't happen. It's gone. We have, we have transcended it because we're no longer trying to impose our way upon someone else. It's so simple. It's so easy. So by having uh, an expanded state of consciousness, this, this not only applies to how we operate in terms of geopolitical things, but in terms of how we operate with self-healing and self-realization. What I'd like to say is that we have to move past body consciousness. Mm. Okay. Now, for me, body consciousness is the sole reliance upon five physical senses and the intellect. Okay. The data stream that comes in through the five physical senses is the information that forms the intellect. Now... I don't know if people realize this or not, but studies have proven that our five physical senses only perceive, and get ready, 0.003 of what's in the quantum field. Oh, wow. So think about that for one second. (laughs) 0.003 of what's actually there. So in other words, we see and understand nothing. Okay. And we think we're so smart. Right. And we're trying to impose our incredibly limited understanding and almost total lack of self-awareness. And we're trying to impose these things upon other people, not only upon ourselves, which is how we get sick, but imposing these things upon other selves, uh, other people. The key is to open yourself up because whatever conceptualized reality that you create for yourself 
the body has the tangible experience of that. That is the mind-body connection in one sentence. Now, most of us know that we make ourselves sick if we're stressed out or wigging out about about something, right? We all we we now know, thank goodness, that we are making ourselves sick because we're so stressed and anxious or whatever. Here's the key. Here's the paradigm shift. The opposite also holds true. A greatly expanded state of consciousness. The body has to have the tangible experience of that as well. And so when you expand your sphere, your understanding, your state of being, your body literally starts to repair itself because it has to. The body follows the mind. So this is part of the paradigm shift to be able to reach higher, more expansive states of consciousness through meditation and then following the protocols that are outlined in that book. We literally put our body back together. Oh, well said. One of the things that I noticed if I was going to take everything I've read in your book, Supercharged Self-Healing, and kind of put it in a nutshell, I would say my big takeaway is that um, there's a there's a metaphor that you, you're great with your metaphors, by the way, and that's like my language. Um, but one of one of the things that you said was when you raise your vibration, it's like you elevate yourself above the wall of the maze so that you can see the maze and then you can see the way out. Love that. It's brilliant. So that's kind of like if, like in a nutshell, this book, Supercharged Self-Healing, is about these different ways to raise our vibration. And that's kind of the goal. If our vibration is raised, then there's healing that ensues. There's of the mind, the body, the spirit. And then all the things that we seem to want we might be more magnetic and connect with those things more effortlessly without struggle and strife and maybe not even think that we need to magnetize. We don't have to strive to do any of that. Um, So that feels like the name of the game. And I know just inside my own self, I'm because I, I lean this way, everything you say in your book, I'm just like, amen, hallelujah. I get it all. Yes, yes, yes. And the, the part of me that struggles is I don't want to be an airy fairy person. I don't want to be somebody who is one of those spiritual people that just ignores the news, ignores what's going on in the world. I want to be my, I I incarnated in this dimension. I want to have at least one toe here in this world. And at this moment, this, this world is in a war. So how, what do you say to people who are super upset about like, what do we do? Okay, here, here, let me just make it clear. A lot of us are saying we'll send prayers. Is that enough? Is that the most we can do? What is the best thing we can do as spiritual seekers to make a difference in this war? Mm. Okay, another great question. Uh, it always comes back to, believe it or not, is leading by example. So when when we operate in a high frequency way, that is a broadcast that simply emanates and everything is connected. So think about if, if a room is bathed in darkness and you turn on one light, everyone in that room can now see. Now see that within yourself. By you operating authentically to yourself and vibrating at a high frequency and raising your state of awareness, you literally become a beacon of light. You are literally broadcasting a certain frequency and vibration that affects 
everything and everyone because everything is connected. It simply is. That's why I use the analogy. If everyone's in a room, it's bathed in darkness. You turn on one light, one person becomes self-realized. Look at the light that that now provides everyone. They now understand themselves better. They can see things better. Everything becomes illuminated. And so the key for for people that are caught in a horrific situation is for us because we we can't go there so to speak and jump in there physically not, right we can't, it's that's not possible it's, but it's, metaphysically it's, right it's, now we're talking so when you raise your vibration okay you are raising the frequency and a rising tide lifts all ships and so we have to start to operate this way if you want to awaken the world awaken all of yourself if you want to help everyone that's suffering raise your frequency become more self-aware and through the self-awareness you become more and more powerful and when you truly become powerful you become extraordinarily gentle this is um you're making me think of okay this is a little bit of a personal story but my one of my my best friends had um she had to go in for a lumpectomy or a biopsy and she asked me to go with her and so she brought me in the room with her and she wanted me to like have my hands on her feet while she was getting stabbed by the needle and and i was there in all my prayerful higher being and the moment the needle jabbed into her breast it hit a nerve and i could feel the pain that she was in and it zapped through me and i passed out <laughs> i i fell over while still holding on to her feet and I came to with people slapping my hands to let go of her feet because she still had the needle in her breast while I was pulling her off the table. And it was like, okay, wait a minute. This is a message. It doesn't help the person who's hurting for me to join them in their pain and then pull them down even further. Had I been able to keep a boundary, I might've been able to just beam love at her while not joining in her pain and then not possible. I mean, luckily she came out of it. Okay. And we both laugh hilariously about it, but, and she's okay. You know, she's fine, but it could have been a lot worse Mm -hmm. if I really joined in with, with the, I'm feeling your pain. And you know, it's like the, somebody who's going through something, people who are going through something. Yes. They might want some empathy, but but if we join them and then make it even denser, I don't know that we're helping. So it, that that's a perfect analogy. You're exactly right. It's high by operating in a high frequency way, we raise the frequency and vibration of everything and everyone around us. So if we really want to help someone or anyone or everyone, we have to operate in the highest frequency way possible. Because it is literally a vibration that emanates. It's all connected. It's all connected. So we can't operate in the same way. If someone is experiencing pain, the answer is not for us to experience pain. The answer is us to emanate love and compassion, which will allow that person to work through their pain by providing a tangible example of what a higher frequency actually feels like. And that actually raises them right out of wherever they're stuck. But the only thing that raises someone out of where they're stuck is you have to operate in a higher frequency way. And so 
this is really the key. If we want to help the planet work on yourself endlessly, endlessly dedicate yourself to your own self-realization. These things are absolutely possible too. We put these majestic beings on a, on a pedestal, the Christ, the Buddhas, the Saint Germain. And I understand, I, 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 I really understand. Uh, but all of that is within us as well. They have simply provided a tangible example of what it looks like, sounds like, acts like, and behaves like. But what's inside of them is inside of all of us. The kingdom of heaven does lie within, absolutely. And the higher frequencies that are laid out in the book and how to achieve it are part of this kingdom. And by availing ourselves of what's in this kingdom, we're able to put our earthly body back together. It's our divine right, it's our destiny to operate this way. Many people feel deep down that they can heal themselves. They know it, I knew it as a kid. Many people feel this way because it's a memory, because they've done it before, they know it. The instructions that are given in this realm are not the proper instructions for self-healing. It, it just isn't, no disrespect to anybody. It's not the proper instruction, okay? We now have, dare I say, the proper instruction of how to go within your own higher mind and command your full body of energy and put your body back together. It is available to all of us. It is our destiny. It is our divine right. For many of us, it's literally a memory. And most of what I talk about, it lands so powerfully with people because it's already in them. Mm -hmm. It's simply resonating. The truth right. is simply, it's there. So right. this, my experience as RJ, my self-healing, self-realization, this is a permission slip for everyone to do the impossible for themselves. Woo. Amen, brother. Okay, so when I'm around people who are very kind of more dense, then I'm the one that's like, hey, look at the light. And when I'm with people that are really light, I'm like, okay, but let's get grounded. So I'm kind of doing, it's just, I don't know. Um, so what, so is death inevitable? Is it something that could be transcended? Because the way you're talking, it feels like, and it feels like we could, I mean, the way that we regenerate cells, like, why don't we live forever? And could we, is that what you're leaning toward? Okay. I would say, uh, is it, is it possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, have certain beings done it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, some of those beings understand it. Some of those beings have remembered how it works. So I would offer up though, oddly enough, I would offer up that that's not the point. Ah, That's what I would offer up. Even, you know, let, as a ridiculous analogy, let's say you're really, Actually, thinking, let's save it for the other side of the break. Cause we're about sure. to go to a break and I let's, let's save this, this ridiculous analogy for the other side of the break. And in the meantime, <laughs> I want to encourage everybody to go check out RJ's book, Supercharged Self-Healing, RJ Spina. And um, your website is uh, ascendthefrequencies.com. And when we come back from the other side of the break, maybe you'll lead us on a little experiential journey to feel some of these vibrations and, and to work some of this in our own life. Okay, so we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. This is UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show, and I am just blown away. Um, I was just on RJ Spina's Spina as in spine on his website, ascendthefrequencies.com. And he's got a video, which I was just showing to the folks on Facebook that shows him in the hospital. So you get to see some of the doctor's notes. So tell us what's, tell us what's in the video so people can see this on ascend the frequency. So it's really validating. It's this isn't just a, a cool story you made up. This is real. Yeah, this uh, it is a little weird for me that people think it's not true. Uh, I mean, I have an agent, um, multiple book deals. And I mean, if this was false, it would have come out. You know, someone would have said that guy was never paralyzed or he is still paralyzed or something like that. But anyway, right. the proof is there. So what I did in that video, it's a short video. It's three minutes. I knew no one was going to believe that this is possible. I knew that. So I knew to have the nurses and the physical therapists actually record using my phone because I was well aware that I was going to put myself back together. Um, So within that three minute video, you see my MRI, you see my spine, which is completely compromised. You can see it pinched to almost paper thin. And once a spine is damaged, there's no self-repair or self-healing mechanism within a spine. It's like a gelatinous substance. As soon as you touch it, it's permanently damaged. So you can see the MRI. And then you can also see my surgeon's notes, the neurosurgeon, who's fantastic. You can see the notes before he did the surgery. I was completely paralyzed. After the surgery, completely paralyzed. Um, (laughs) That's the music music for it. And then you can see, because it's time-stamped, you can see my healing. It wasn't linear at all. It was what we would call quantum 
healing. I would go from one day not being able to like move my left foot at all to full, full mobility the very next day. It was beyond anything that anyone had any sort of frame of reference for, but I videotaped it. So you right. can actually watch me going from completely paralyzed. And the last image that you'll see is me hiking up a huge hill. Uh, well, actually a driveway, but it's a hill, a huge driveway in the, in the mountains of Kauai because we, we moved to Kauai for a little while. So you can see me going from complete paraplegia to very quickly, literally being able to hike up, up a huge hill. And all the proof is in there. It's all there. I even have, I haven't done anything with it, Kelly. I have 18 hours of footage of interviewing my surgeon, uh, doctor, physical therapists, nurses, uh, clients that I was teaching the whole time that were even still seeing me overcome. Because I started teaching, I was still in a wheelchair. I was still in a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be walking in three or four weeks. Don't worry about it. As crazy as this sounds, it's all true. I documented all of it. So it's real. It's absolutely real. The, the, uh, the, the vibration of the book itself. Get the book and hold the book. It's, it's, like so a bolt of, it's like a bolt of lightning from God, and I'm not exaggerating. Use this for your liberation and use this for your self-healing. It's so, so true. Okay, so we're going to take questions in just a moment. But first, as we um, talked about at the before the last break, RJ, would you give us like a little, little experience of this? Cause I know, as you say, it's one thing to experience things with our minds. It's another to kind of step into that higher vibration. So um, let me see if I can get some, the music happening. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Wouldn't that be fancy of me if I could do that? I'm not sure if I can, but, oh, I'm doing it. Wonderful. Okay. Hey. Oh. That's so how as, powerful you are, RJ. <laughs> the, uh, I would like to say that the, the foundation, one of the foundational understandings of self-healing and self-realization is to, to be able to tangibly experience what you really are as opposed to your human character. Okay? So I call the human character the ego mind identity or EMI. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's mm-hmm. been called the ego, the false self, the shadow self. It's probably got a hundred names. Okay. I just call it the ego mind identity because I feel that's a more accurate understanding because it is really your identifications. What you identify yourself with becomes your identity, right? And then your mind can only process things in relation to your identifications. So hence you get your ego mind identity or EMI. Okay. Now what we are is not that we are what spirit, consciousness, sentience, whatever words you want to use. We're not the body-mind complex at all. So the key, the beginning to be able to work with yourself in this way, in a holistic, self-healing way on your, on your journey to authentic self-realization or enlightenment is to start to detach yourself from the body-mind complex, okay? One way to do that is to stop the program of your mind running, which is thinking, 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 okay? We are not our thoughts. If we were our thoughts, when our thoughts pass, we would pass too. We are not our feelings. If we were our feelings, when our feelings pass, we would pass too. Yet, all of us are right here, right now. See, we are something way beyond thoughts. We are something way beyond feelings. And we're certainly not the body because we're the awareness of the sensations of the body. We're the awareness of when something feels good, doesn't feel good. 
We are the awareness deep inside. Okay. So with the truth as the uh, context or the backdrop, um, why don't we experience meditation? Because all I hear from people is, RJ, I can't meditate. I can't meditate. I can't meditate. Of course you can. The self, what you really are, is meditation. You exist prior to thinking, prior to emoting, prior to bodily sensations, prior to the body itself. Okay, so here is, here is meditation in one second. All you have to do is pretend that you just arrived here. No past, no future. You cannot, <laughs> you cannot think, you cannot think it's absolutely impossible. It's impossible. Meditation mm. in one second, one second. The book is filled with what I call magic tricks. And yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean three card Monty. I mean, <laughs> accessing higher frequency states of consciousness. So we're able to move our energy. Now, what we just did metaphysically. What just happened by pretending that you just arrived here, no past, no future, the energy drops down like water draining from a bathtub. The energy drops right down out of your mental body. And what we start to feel is a presence or a sensation or a beingness right in the center of our chest. Guess what? That's you. That's you in the center of the chest between the heart and the spine is where consciousness, sentience, love is where it resides right there. And to get ourselves back in direct communion and connection with the self, all we have to do is pretend that we just arrived here. No past, no future. I'll have what I'm having. I'll have what you're having. <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. RJ, you are the bomb. I'm just so <laughs> grateful. Okay. Let's take a couple of questions. We've got Denise. Thank you, Denise, for your patience. Always love your questions. What's going on in your world? Is it a dream or do you have a question for RJ? I have a, um, I mean, I have a dream because I kind of came in about 1:15, so I didn't catch a lot of his stuff. Okay. Unfortunately. It's okay. You can always um, go back and listen. It's worth listening to. Believe me. Oh, trust me. Oh, trust me. RJ is a life changer. I see. Um, Seriously. And it, it, and it was just a small dream because I really don't, I, I, it's more of an image. I, I remember in the dream that I was with a friend and she had on, um, we were walking or going somewhere and she had on regular clothes. But I was in my full um, military uniform. And, of oh. course, it's white because it's Navy. And um, that was it, though. That's really about it. It's just the image of me. And, of course, I'm smiling because I love, love the military. And um, it's white. I love the uniform. And, mm. and the dream was just, you know, was going somewhere. But, ironically, I was in full uniform, and it wasn't nothing. It's just like walking down the street. And I'm like, why do I have on this full Navy uniform? And that's it. That's all I can say to you. Okay. 
All right. So we'll do a quick little jet set on this. And you just gave us the, just the facts, ma'am. And you gave us the emotion, which is you were smiling. You were happy to be in this. And um, let's just, we'll just cut right to what do you, if, if your dream is trying to enlighten you or give you a message, what do you think it is? And then I'll dive in with, with what I thought. Um, Well, first I see military is just so disciplined and so structured. So am I, I'm wondering since I have retired from the organization, I don't feel like I need structure, Mm. uniformity, structure, um, discipline. Those are the things that I associate with having that on inside the dream, but the, the other person didn't have it on, but I don't know if the other person used to be or not. The dream didn't let me, you know, let me see that. I just thought it was strange that I did and she didn't and that I was actually a part of that very organization. It's not like I had on a, uh army uniform and I was in the Navy. I was actually in the, the, you know, the actual uniform that I would, that I once wore. So I don't know. So if it, if it were my dream and I'll just dive into that really quick. Um, If it were my dream, I would imagine like, and RJ was talking about this as um, I can't remember, you called it the ego mind EMI, the ego mind identity identity. So, and, and when in a dream, when there's a costume or a uniform, I often quickly think, well, this is an, this is an identity. This is a sense of purpose of place of a a particular uniform tells us a lot of information about a person um, and about how, who that person holds themselves as. And sometimes those identities are their life serving. They can, they can have us have, you know, sit up straight in our spine, you know, come back to the wow. spine again. And sometimes they, so those identities have us droop, but it seems like this identity was like a kind of a jolt. If it were my dream, it feels like it's reminding me of a more disciplined time when I felt good about myself and maybe enjoyed the structure. And maybe because I think the dreams are always coming to us in the favor of our health, healing, and wholeness. Maybe there's a sense of being able to have what's good about that, have uh, that discipline, have that structure, have that sense of purpose without it having yeah. me. Like, can I take some of that without having to need the uniform to, to give it to me and connect with Ooh. that more friendly aspect of self that's a civilian and maybe blend them. So those are some thoughts. I heard you ooing in there. Is there anything you want to say before we ask yeah. RJ to weigh in? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like your interpretation. Yeah, I think I, I, I like it a lot. You, you, you just did it. You just did it. Uh, awesome. Well, let's see. I love RJ, RJ, what comes to you when you when you hear this dream? I know that dreams are not necessarily the the space, but you like, looking over the maze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you notice? Yeah, the, so I, I I thought your interpretation was fantastic. So there, yeah. dreams are a way for us to see our identifications, so we can start to understand. Uh, how it is that we actually see ourselves? Okay, so that's one of the main purposes of dreams. Dreams uh, have a couple of purposes, from my understanding. But instead of me going on some kind of tangent, we'll talk just about just about this particular dream. Sure. Um, yeah, it's absolute identification. This is how Denise uh, sees herself. Uh, she sees herself in that way. She's now seeing the juxtaposition mm. of the civilian. And so now she's trying to sort of harmonize the, 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 two, yeah. the two aspects of yeah. herself, if you will. Yeah. 
there's yeah. the we'll use the quote unquote regular Denise, uh, you know, as yeah. not military uh, right. as a way of saying it. And then the the, the military uh, version of Denise. So she's trying to figure out where is my balance mm-hmm. and sort yeah. of who am I in relation to these two things? Because I am aspects of yeah. both of these things. I am yeah. now a quote unquote civilian and I was a military person, but who am I now? And where do I see myself in relation to these two things? So, yeah. So for me, Denise, it's just, it's you almost like if you picture like a scale, you know, and you got, you got two things on a scale, what you're doing is your your subconscious mind is figuring out a way to balance the understanding of that. You're both of those two things. And where does that balance actually occur within you? And that's, that's what the dreams realized for you. Oh my God, this man is a beast. (laughs) I told you. Oh my God, he did that thing. Oh Lord, that man is a beast. (laughs) That's a good thing, RJ. Yes. Thank thank you, Denise. Thank you. (laughs) Denise, I always love your dreams. They're always so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. I hope that helps. I couldn't think of no other adjective. I hate to call the man a beast, but the beast is that's a that's a good adjective. Oh my God, he is good. I can't wait to get off his phone, play back his stuff, and go buy his book in that order. Yes, self-healing, supercharged self-healing. In fact, awesome, Denise. Thank you so much. You're, can't wait to hear you next here. week. Okay. All right. Miss Chelsea, we've got you coming up. Miss Chelsea, Kelly? what do you got? What are you dreaming about? What's on your heart today? Uh, for self, I just want to give a shout out to me, to Denise because I just realized that you can listen to your radio shows, old ones. And so I've heard a lot of Denise, so I just want to say hi. <laughs> Denise, Denise is, it's like, I don't know who I'd be without Denise. Denise just, yeah, yeah she's been around with us for a while and always brings the zingers always brings the great dreams so and chelsea you're becoming one of those too so i love it yeah keep it coming (laughs) uh so i just had a short uh kind of snippet of a dream i wanted to share um so i was found myself four-wheeling with uh, my dad and this girl that i recently have become acquainted with we're Mm -hmm. on these atvs and they're kind of all geared up for some sort of adventure or mission and right away we run into there's like two layers of fences with horses behind it and I'm like Mm. okay so how are we gonna they're just kind of like beelining it for the fence and I'm like you know we have to go around or like this is a block kind of thing and all of a sudden like all of our ATVs like kind of leapfrog the fence and then we do the next one and the horses just it's no big deal to anybody except for me. And uh, yeah, that's all I remember. But yeah. okay, <laughs> I just wanted to share that. I love this dream, Chelsea. I love this notion. I mean, I'm, it's like whenever I hear a dream, I'm always searching for that, that little tweak, that little like, oh, everything's sort of normal. And then, and this one is where the, <laughs> you leapfrog the fences you're able to leapfrog the fences with your ATV. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am loving this. And before I, RJ and I weigh in, do you have a sense of what this dream is trying to show you or help you with in your waking life? Your waking dream. 
at first I just thought it was funny that like even in my dream it you know I was like yeah that doesn't quite make sense but uh, seeing it now it's kind of like even in the dream I saw that as a block but you know maybe what's in your way is the way so um kind of along that line <laughs> yeah I love that I'm I mean, it, it really ties in so much, if it were my dream, with, with what AJ or RJ um, is talking about. It's like the higher vibration you're riding at, and there's something about riding an ATV, and there is literally a vibration, and the more masterful you get with that, the fences ain't no thing. It's like, even if it's a double fence, even if it, there's horses behind it, even if, 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 it's like, no, we just leapfrog. We just move in the direction. And the things of normal, the physical constraints of normal reality just kind of bend. So to me, this dream is like, whoa, okay. So if those fences weren't in the way, if I didn't have any fences um, or if fences were just something to skillfully get over, then what might I get over? Um, so RJ, I'm going to hand pass the talking stick to you. How is this resonating with you? Sure. Uh, so the, the, the ATV is symbolic of your, of your nature to be adventurous. Uh, the fence is the structure of your finite mind. So being hemmed in and uh, feeling like you want, you need an adventure and you need to go beyond what you consider um, your limitations, or we could say societal conditioning. Mm. All sorts of ways in that we're supposed to operate. But yeah. your, na- your nature is to be adventurous. So you find yourself on an ATV. The, the horses represent the wild and reckless abandon that you feel within yourself that you want to experience. And so the only thing that's preventing that is what I would say is the ego mind identity, which is the fence of your mind or the prison of your mind. And you realize that you can go right past it, that there really isn't anything there and there never has been, and this is the same for everyone, not just the stream. There really is no obstacle to anything. It's just a thought. That's all it is. And then when you believe in the thought, that's what gives it its gravitas over your consciousness. So there's nothing there. All thoughts are equal in weightlessness. So, Ooh, just, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's the structure. So you're, you're, you feel powerful and adventurous. You're on an ATV. You're, you're fenced in which are your perceived so sort of subconscious limitations or ego mind identity identifications, but you were able to jump right past that and be with the reckless abandon that the horses represent. They are nature. They are, they are free. They are wild, which is why you're on an ATV because that's how you feel about yourself. And this, the woman or girl or uh, friend, the friend that you, uh, that you mentioned that you mentioned has to do with the, the the infinite possibilities within interpersonal relationships and to allow yourself to feel what it is that you feel in regards to in regards to others and not hold yourself back which is why she was in the dream with you because she mm. represents being able to express herself in the way that you want to with other people chelsea this dream is amazing and i love what you just said rj how is this landing on you yeah, that definitely all resonates. And um, yeah, even though it's just, a, you know, people are like, oh, it's just a silly quick dream. So, uh, you know. No, <laughs> I feel like this is a dream. This is this is rather epic if it were mine. And there's yeah. also, there's the 
the Trinity, there's, there's, if it's my dream, it's me, Chelsea, my friend and my dad, dad representing perhaps the, my conditioning and what I've been told uh, my dad, if I, if, if it's my dream was God to me growing up. And it's like the thou shouts, this is how life is. And then the new friend sort of maybe represents who I'm growing into and, um, and everything. I mean, this is like, I mean, I imagine Chelsea, if there's any challenge that you are experiencing right now, um, carrying this dream around, if it were mine, I would, I would feel like there's nothing that can hold me back from expressing and being, I'm talk about the, 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 and what RJ was saying earlier, our entire physical senses add up to 0.003% of the total of, of what our possibilities are, what our awareness is. And I feel like in this dream, you just demonstrated that you are more than that. Okay. So what are you going to do with this with regards to anything that dares to pretend to fence you in? (laughs) What are you going to do with this? Um, I just feel like, you know, for whatever reason, I've just kind of been feeling meh and like low vibes. So I'm just going to try to keep this in my, you know, forefront as in like, you know, uh, tap into that energy and just help me raise my vibration overall. Fantastic. Leapfrog on over, leapfrog on down the road. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm going to borrow this dream if you don't mind, Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) It's this definitely so the leapfrog too. Like that is the energy of it, and it's playful and it's fun, and um, yeah, definitely that adventure. Like I'm ready for this next adventure. Right. It's you didn't like put a bomb underneath the fence. You didn't like put on <laughs> war paint. It was just like nope. Boop, here we go. Here we go. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like here we go. <laughs> one of the things that RJ says a lot in the book. And this is something I've been thinking about lately. So we've only got a couple minutes. Let me just see if we can talk about this. It, I mean, the ego, which I don't think is the devil. I think we need an ego. We wouldn't be able to have this interview if it wasn't for mm-hmm. being able to press buttons. And so thank God for the ego, bless it. And it wasn't meant to run the show. It's just meant to be this tool that helps us to function while we're in these earth suits, or as RJ says in the book, this, these drones, we're like a drone that we've, our spirit has sent out to, to explore, but it's, it's the ego in some way, the fence to me in this dream feels like it's, it's the ego construct and the, the me that jumps, that leapfrogs over is my true self. So what do you think about, say something about the ego and how it's really just the thing that, what do we do with this? Yeah. So uh, and, and I think you got it. So from my perspective, no matter how uh, wise or loving or pure, or whatever word you want, saintly, uh, no being ever, believe it or not, can completely and utterly eradicate or remove the ego. Because if you did, you would literally leave your body. Okay. So the ego, even these saintly beings, the Christ, the Buddhas, the St. Germains, they all have a, a certain amount of ego because you have to have it to be able to stay here. Okay. So the, the key to this is to have the self or the true self, your real self, however you want to say it, be the one driving the bus. Okay. The ATV. 
Yeah, the ATV, exactly. <laughs> so you want to be the one that's leading the incarnation. You want spirit to take the lead of the incarnation. So the and image... That was, that's where, where the show is done, and that's like the perfect... But we'll continue on Facebook. So if you want to hear the rest of what AJ was saying, go join <laughs> us on my Facebook page, Kelly Sullivan, Walden Dreams. I've been speaking with RJ Spina, as in spine. His book is Supercharged Self-Healing. And his website is ascendthefrequencies.com. Go check out his video. RG, thank you so much. And until we all meet again. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.